Happy Father's Day, part two. October, we lost my dad. So, unfortunately, he can't be with us. Uh, Happy Father's Day, Dad. Uh, But we have a great, brilliant, wonderful substitute as my father-in-law, Roly. I am lucky and blessed. I have uh, great, great role models in my life and uh, great father figures. So... Please stay tuned after we uh, say our goodbyes. Uh, Roly decided to share another hilarious story with us. And uh, so I put it right at the end of the episode. Otherwise, I would have had to edit it in. It would have sounded weird. So uh, enjoy that that uh, addition and also uh, a quick message after uh, after that from us. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy the episode. Dads Worldwide. Why? The first word in family management, family budgeting, insurance, bills, food, vacations, research and development, homework, emails, phone calls. Last week we tried to do an oil change and ended up with a new car. Security. Doors are locked. Windows shut. House alarm is set. Fingerless gloves. Dads worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you. Welcome to another episode of Dads Worldwide. I'm Brendan. I'm Jim. And uh, we have with us our uh, our second uh, part two, Happy Father's Day part two. Yeah. Um, my father-in-law, Roland Bertrand R- Morrow. <laughs> you remembered my name. <laughs> yeah. Very good. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, thanks for coming in today. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Uh, we usually start off with our questions. I think we'll just jump right into those, if I can find them. So, what has been your proudest dad moment? Well, we have three kids, and I think it's the the birth of all three. Uh, all three were different, uh, but it's amazing um, what bringing a child into the world uh, feels like. And your responsibility. It's a big, big responsibility. And before they're born, you think, oh, I can handle that. After they're born, you say, holy smoke, it, it doesn't end, doesn't stop. <laughs> and then they steal your heart. So all three kids, the birth of all three kids uh, were fantastic. That is complete opposite of what you just told me. Yeah. You just told me everything yeah. was going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> not, to, not to worry Jim, about Jim, it. Jim, why are you so nervous? Don't worry about it. It's really, it's not yeah. that hard. It's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, the amazing thing about, about uh, being a dad and, and childbirth and all that kind of stuff, or preparing to be a dad, I mean, you become, if you're an electrician, you go to school to do that. Engineering school for various uh, areas of, uh, of engineering. Um, carpentry, uh, plumbing, it doesn't matter what profession you're in, you go and you study something to get pretty good at it, and you apprentice under somebody else to get pretty good at it. Fatherhood, all you do is smile, show up, and there you are, and, and you're a dad. <laughs> Uh, it's un, it, it, it's it's amazing. It's amazing that <laughs> that's, it. that's it. That's it. That's actually pretty valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. People should be licensed to have children. Yeah, yes, I agree. I agree. I have. Not really, I have. Not really. I'm having like visions of the doctor looking at me, looking at the baby, 
looking back at me. Uh, how disappointed look is at looking? The baby. <laughs> yeah. Should I give this to someone else? You sure you guys are all set? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why yeah that's it's interesting because you um you learn as you go along and you and sometimes people say oh that little girl or that little boy your your son or daughter they're just like uh, aunt betty or just like uh, uncle sam and all that kind of stuff and if betty and sam are pretty good people you say yeah that's yeah that's that's a compliment and all that kind of stuff and if they say, boy, they're just like mom and dad, my mom and dad, you say, well, gee, they, I learned from them and they were good people. Therefore, I'll be able to teach my kids the same as my parents taught me. Um, and you learn as you go along. And the first child, man, you, don't, you, don't, you never make a mistake. You just redo it a few times. <laughs> um, the second child is, is so much easier, I think. Uh, but again, you'll learn through experience and, and you shared information through other parents who've gone through the same thing. I don't know if it's easier, the second one, but you've relaxed a little bit. Well, like you, you're, you're not as like <laughs> high strung, like, you know, trying to figure, figure everything out, you no, know, no. you're, cause you've already been through it. So the second one. Uh, in that way, I guess it's easier. I mean, you're just not stressing as much. But you can tell the difference between a tired cry, a wet diaper cry, mm-hmm. a hungry cry, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it takes a while to get there. But And when that happens, you just take the baby and you hand it hand the baby over to your spouse. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jim? Yeah. We've, already, we've already been starting to establish that. You know, so she's going to hand the baby to you? No, 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 oh, no, no, oh, no, oh. no, Because she wants to breastfeed, and I sometimes don't have a filter. And I was like, oh, no, that's a really good idea. It's going to be healthy for the baby. Try not to wake me up, because i got to go to work in the morning. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, that's so a, that was a good idea. Hearsay, <laughs> yeah, I should have thought that through a little bit further. Like, I'll be downstairs sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> On the couch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why are you handing me my pill? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh God, yeah. Got it. I got you got now. <laughs> All right, I got a question for you. And you, you tend to be a, uh individual who, who knows how to do so many different things. <laughs> uh, so what is one skill that you would like to master or, or learn that you don't know already? I'd like, uh, gosh, there are many. Uh, I'm not. I'm not proficient at many. I wish I was a little bit better with computers and stuff. I wish a little bit. I understood that a little bit more. Um, I mean, I'd be happy with a flip phone, and that's good enough for me. I'd be happy if you carried your phone. Well, <laughs> <laughs> or answer your phone. <laughs> oh, you have to answer it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I have that yeah. issue too. He lost his phone for a week. He probably didn't know it for a month. <laughs> Wait a second, that doesn't. <laughs> I did. I, I I lost my phone and I I couldn't find it. Yeah. And um, and for some, something he never uses, he was freaking out trying to find his phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, never, he never really turned it on anyway. We could call it, but well, it's probably not on. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the uh, <clears throat> my son says, "Well, you can do this and do that and all that kind of stuff. It'll tell you exactly where it's located." So I did it and all that kind of stuff. It was located at my house, so we went through everything, every room, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff where it possibly could be, and and didn't find it. So it was a couple of weeks, and I go in the closet, and I had a, a little jacket um, that I had worn 
because it was cool one day, it was raining or something like that, and I had I didn't realize that I had used the phone that day. Well, I go in there, I take the jacket. It's a little bit heavy. Found my phone. <laughs> How many missed calls did you have? People don't know that I have a phone. Right. Don't <laughs> <they>? <laughs> no. I don't and do that. And even if they did, <laughs> you wouldn't answer anyway. Right. <laughs> I keep getting these messages. What do I do with them? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I keep saying my mailbox is full, but every time I walk outside, there's nothing in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's awesome. What was the most important thing your dad passed on to you? All I'd say responsibility um, and, and being good to people and, and being compassionate and all that kind of stuff. It sounds corny, but that's it. Um, my dad taught us all uh, a good work ethic. Didn't, he never said, well, you work your four hour, 40 hours and that's good. It was work till the job is done. Um, I didn't know that. Uh, <clears throat> I was, but I think, your, your dad was a business owner. He owned a small uh, yeah. grocery store. He was a butcher by trade. And uh, um, I, I think I was about eight or nine years old. And I, we used to have customers that we would deliver groceries to. And I had a little red wagon. It was sort of cute. And, and uh, <laughs> they, I used to deliver small bags of groceries to people and, and, and not too far from where the store was. And it was fun. I thought I was sort of participating in, 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 uh, in the business. It was, it was just fun. I, of course, I, I stocked shelves and took care of empty bottles and stuff like that. Uh, but it was, it was fun. I, I did not know. Uh, it, I, it never occurred to me that it was work. And, and, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, the work ethic was very, very important uh, to my dad. And never, he, he didn't dictate. He didn't uh, say all of the, uh, the, the correct words and all that kind of stuff. He led by example. Uh, yep. people, yeah. Yeah, people respected him. He commanded respect. He didn't demand it. Um, if they want, if they wanted somebody with integrity, for for instance, he served on a credit union board. Um, my dad was a, a really good guy, average intelligence, probably not the best businessman, probably not the best butcher, probably not the best of of of, of anything. But in my heart, um, he was the best man that ever lived, and um, yeah. <laughs> and I had him, you know, in my lifetime anyway. So, now, now. Who, in my eyes, you're a master storyteller. So who taught you how to do that? <laughs> or did you just, I mean, you're, you're a social butterfly. I mean, so what, who taught you how to do that? I don't know. I, I think going through life, you, you pick up stuff on people that you admire. And I had an uncle who was funnier than heck. Uh, yeah. he, he, was, he would tell stories and, and some of them I didn't catch. I mean, I didn't understand. I was too young to understand. But uh, he would tell stories. And people would be laughing and stuff like that. And I think it was, it was at that time that I started catching on. Not necessarily what to say, but to grab somebody's attention. Yeah. And, you know, clowns do that. And, and the, 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 well, I, there's a guy by the Why did you look at me when you, when you <laughs> said that? It might be the hairstyle you yeah. got going on today. Yeah, no, it's, it's very representative of how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I guess I wanted attention, uh, but I didn't know that I, that I was seeking attention. But I, but I got it, I mean, by, by telling stories. And, and, and one thing that I regret recently... Because I've told stories to all of the grandchildren, and and um, 
and so at some point they said the word lying and I thought, am I teaching the grandkids how to lie? No, and so no, I had, I had no, to be, no. I had to back off a little bit and, and now they under, they understand. <laughs> I mean, I, I told them that I, I, that I played in a rock group and I played the guitar <laughs> and I tore it off. Wait, 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 wait. You didn't play in a rock group and play the guitar? I did, but... Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm really I was going to say, because I wrote that down in my diary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah. the amusing thing is the kids will well, say something that's a little bit outrageous, and the kids will look at, at their grandmother, my wife, or, or their parents, and they say, is that true? No. I lie to them all the time, so you're not the only one. <laughs> I, I mean, that's, that's really... That's probably one of the funnest things. Like, I, I don't think... We were Wait. talking about doing a dad joke episode, but I'm like, I'm trying to think all the jokes I do. I'm, I'm merely a situational comedian when yes. it comes to that because I'm, I just, if they say something hilarious, I just, I run with it. Right. <laughs> you know, um, this morning they were talking about, uh, they're, they're zombies. Ah. Well, what do zombies eat? People? No. Oh, no. Jim. Cereal. They eat their clothing. That's why it's so oh. ripped and tattered oh. every time they're running around. <laughs> I'm just, you just run with it. Yeah. You know, you just, I mean, they say the silliest things. So you, you just run with it. And yeah, eventually they go to their mom and ask if it's true. And she tells them the truth and ruins everything. Correct. As always. <laughs> fun ruins. Yeah. She's a killer. She's a murderer mm-hmm. of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Love you, baby. thanks for listening (laughs) our second listener yeah (laughs) you're talking about storytelling we with with our kids and and just now a little bit with the grandkids uh, we'll we'll be sitting uh and um there's no tv and we'll start a story once upon a time there was a little boy who walked down the street and he had a dog by the name of and, and I'd point to one of the kids. Well, the, the kids, uh, Brendan's kids uh, have a dog, and they'd start the, 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 the dog's name, and they went down the street, and what happened? And it's a, I, I find it interesting how it doesn't matter what the age of the kids are, their own imagination kicks in, and they say stuff that you say, wow, wow they, they go that far? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, which is really, really neat, really neat. That was my, oh no, that, that, no, that was, was not my one. question. That was your question? Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. So, you know, talking about uh, creativity and imagination, what, what do you feel social media has done to kids these days? I think um, a lot of it is, can be and, and is positive, but I think it, it takes away that personal interaction with other kids, with other people. I mean, the, the, the kid is in the other room and they're on the phone. I mean, walk over and, and, and start the conversation. Um, I, um, and that's not everyone, but I sort of, I like the idea. I think it's most. Yeah, I think I like the idea of, of parents saying, you know what, no TV. No, I, 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 one of the jobs that I did one of the jobs that I did, um, I would um, uh, work in what they call the unorganized territories of the state of Maine and go into remote areas and on like Moosehead Lake and uh, Ziskahas, et cetera, et cetera. And I would think on beautiful sunny days, warm days in the 80s, and you see there's a, a satellite dish, direct TV or, or wherever those are on the, on the, um, on the, uh, the camp, and 
there were kids inside, uh, and they're watching TV on a on a you know on a beautiful sunny afternoon. That doesn't make sense to me. That that's. Uh, oh, we never had TV on vacation. No, never. And then up at Jim's camp, I mean, and that was my family. And then up at Jim's camp, there were, I mean. Forget TV, right? <laughs> we don't. We don't even have plumbing, right? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so, yeah, I, and I'm so glad we still hardly get a cell signal up there. You know, we, because yeah, I think yeah. I mean, the whole point of going on vacation with your family is to spend time with your right family. Yeah, and um, I don't know. There's a. There's a lot of studies going on out there where social media is just awful for kids' self-esteem because if they don't get enough likes on a on a photo they put up, they just they're just like devastated. Absolutely, you know, and yeah. and that's crazy. I mean, right? Is it crazy? I, I think. But it's... then I found myself the other day getting frustrated at someone, uh, you know, on social media. I'm like, why do I even care? Right. <laughs> you know, you know, but. Uh, but I think kids are, are and even not yeah, you know, I just say kids, but it's even, you know, people in their early mid twenties, late twenties, they I don't think they have any concept of tone because they're so used to communicating just through text. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, like with the thirteen year old, she'll she'll say something and it'll come off She has a name. Yeah, I like to call her the thirteen year old. <laughs> She, but but and, she but she hasn't in a couple of months she'll be calling her the fourteen year old the fourteen year old yeah but, but camera she'll come out of her room and she'll say something to us and it'll come off like she's got a chip on her shoulder or she's pissed off or whatever but really she's just trying to communicate and, and so but we take it you know because she's got no control over the tone of what's coming out of her mouth because she's so used to just communicating Social, text socially inept yeah yeah i mean the tone of voice is as yeah, anger or frustration or being happy and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah, I, yeah that makes sense and i think that's the the root cause of 90 percent of the drama that happens amongst her group of friends is because they're not physically communicating with each other they're texting and so that leaves it up to the person that's receiving yeah it perception is to, yeah. to yeah. decide how that message is being said yeah 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 the perception is, yeah you, you can't you can't you don't know someone's tone by right a text message you know whether or not they're angry or yeah do you think doing all of that stuff uh, because they're they're good at it that in terms of um in terms of being computer savvy, uh, using the computer in various ways, that they benefit from that, and and the, the, there's an upside as opposed to all I the downside. But I don't think that necessarily correlates necessarily correlates from you know texting and social media on your phone to uh, necessarily being good with a computer. Really? I I mean I maybe it does. I don't, but yeah. I don't know. I mean I would think that you know. Uh, I don't think it does because you're just really just, you know, you're texting back and forth and using Snapchat or, you know, Instagram or whatever. I mean, which is largely just taking photos of yourself or someone else and right. posting it. So I, I don't know if that correlates into, I mean, I guess it's, if someone needs a social media director or something like that, <laughs> that maybe, you know. Uh, that's but I mean, but I mean, yeah. how many, 
you still have to be good at marketing at that point. So I don't know. I don't know how that, that correlates. Yeah. I think that's where the uh, the majority of people are struggling now in the workplaces because they're so used to being individual. As like you said, they're they're in their rooms, they're by themselves, but right. they're still communicating. And then you get into the the workplace, and you're forced to work in a team environment. And now these people, you know, they're all like, I don't I don't know how to work in a team. Social you know? social weirdos. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, why don't I yeah. go? I'll go sit in the closet and I'll text you all my ideas. You know. <laughs> I'll be over here if you need me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, my new question. I'm deviating from my questions. This is this is roly specific, or can, or can we add this? No, we can add this for sure. Yeah. Repertoire. Yeah, yeah. Repertoire. Name a silly slash stupid thing you did to impress a girl. <laughs> uh, gosh, that I can repeat. Uh, your wife is going to listen to this episode. <laughs> and your daughter. Sounds like a setup, Rolly. I'm, yeah. just, saying. <laughs> yeah. right. I'm just saying. You tread let's carefully. Be, let's be serious. I mean, yeah. His wife has heard it. <laughs> See, th- this is this is sort of uh, sort of arrogant and sort of, but it, it was it was good. I was minding my own business. I was out of college. I, I don't getting, believe you. See, uh, you just started, started off I with a lie. I started off with business. a lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Now this story's all shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was minding my own business, okay. getting a haircut. And at the time... Again, I, a second lie, he's got no hair. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? This was like 80 years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. 80 years ago. All right. <laughs> at the time, Anne was not a nurse. She was, well, she was working as a nurse's aide, but she was a, um, uh, a hairdresser. And uh, she was working next door to the barber. And she was walking from the, her, her, uh, her uh, studio by the uh, by the barber and I was in there having a, getting a haircut and she had banged on the window thinking that the barber was alone maybe uh, taking a nap well I was there and you know she was a cute little thing long <laughs> hair down to her waist and all that kind of stuff you know how people smile with their with their with their faces with their lips and all that kind of stuff but she could smile with her eyes and she smiled and then she uh, she she left so she went down to the corner and did whatever she needed to do, got some lunch or whatever. And she came back, and, and when she was coming back, I was leaving the, uh, the barbershop, and I was walking down the street, and she looked at me, and she smiled and winked. <laughs> and uh, so I, I said, hello, and all that kind of stuff. So I, so I, I, um, I really wasn't interested because... Cute, no, yeah, cute yeah, little girls like that. <laughs> but I did find out um, what her name was and all that kind of stuff. So I gave her a call. Now here's here's the bad part. And you know, I'm Ooh. I'm I'm I don't know, maybe early twenties and stuff like that. Not really full of myself, but close to it. Um, I give her a call, and it's around Thanksgiving, and um, she, um, I said. Uh, what, uh, would you like to go out? Uh, and, you know, I'm the guy that was on the corner that went the guy that you winked at. She said, I didn't wink at you. Well, you did, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, so I said, uh, would you like to go out this weekend? And, and she said, oh, I'm committed. I promised someone that I'd be at their house and I'll like this. I really, really can't do it. 
and it was around Thanksgiving time. He says, well, guess, well, maybe I'll give you another call. Um, I'll give you a call next year around this time. <laughs> and so that was stupid. That was arrogant. That mm-hmm. was, you know. And so she says, well no, well, no, wait a minute, but I'm not busy the week after that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was the that was fun, and and so I did meet her again later on, and all that. The the uh, interesting thing is that <clears throat> she used to go to this little restaurant where my dad and some of his friends used to go for lunch, and uh, she would go there, and she had met all of these guys, and like I said, she was a cute little thing, and all blah blah blah. I got to say that often because mm-hmm. of what you might say. <laughs> uh, what would and, I say? <laughs> uh, so she knew my dad. And as Marcel, there was just another guy, Marcel. And after we met and after we started dating and all that kind of stuff, I brought her home and she said, what am I going to call your dad? I said, what'd you call him before? She says, Marcel. She says, well, okay, I guess that'll work. She says, no. Said, Can I call him Mr. Moore? I said, well, if you like, and I like kind of stuff. And that was the, the beginning. Uh, so that was the... That was the oh, I didn't know we were going to get a pandering story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, no, it was really good. It was really good. Yeah. What else do you want to know? No, you, no, 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 no. I just, I, first of all, that was a great story. I it just was, have to ask, was. are you in the doghouse right now? No, Absolutely. You're trying, you're trying <laughs> yeah, to dig your way yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. I've been married for yeah. up in here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know how to bait the hook. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, I know how to bait the hook and, and, and be careful about stuff. No, that was a very careful story. Yeah. I will give you that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, well, geez, when I met my wife, I said, do you want a piece of this? <laughs> Motioning at your body? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people can't yeah. see you. I didn't you have that, that yeah. big, long story. Yeah. 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 I just put it right out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, lady? And then after we were done cleaning up her vomit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jim? Yeah. <laughs> She doesn't listen. Yeah. No. She, doesn't. <laughs> but she yeah. still thinks we don't have a podcast. Right. right, right. Yeah. 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 Just prepare the, the couch just in case. Yeah. <laughs> the bed is always ready yeah. <laughs> down here. All right. I got one final question for you. What is the most interesting piece of trivia you know? Oh, he knows a lot. I know. Yeah. Hmm. That's an excellent question. I just I'm looking for an excellent answer. Um, I can't think of anything. Some quotes, um, like, uh, see, I think this is clever. Um, stuff like um, yesterday's history, tomorrow a mystery, today's a gift. That's why they call it the present. Hmm. I'd like that. Another one is the saddest words of tongue and pen are these. It might have been. That's sad. <laughs> sad. He's making us think. I know. Well, You're fired. I know. Like, Did you not, not tell him what this was about? <laughs> <laughs> we're not paying him, right? Trivia. Hey, trivia. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are good quotes, though. Yeah. That's, I mean, I mean, that's trivia, I guess. If to an extent, do you have any more questions? Where do, where, I do. Where are we I have a couple more time? questions. Okay, I still want to ask my other questions. <clears throat> okay, I did deviate, but 
the what is the one thing that you hope your children have learned from you? One thing. Integrity, um, good work ethic, um, being responsible people, not just parents or uh, at the job or in this world. Um, yeah, I, I hope they, they I hope what, I, what they learned from me was worthwhile. Um, again, you, you teach your children mostly by example, and, and sometimes it's unintended. Uh, and 20 years later, they say, remember the time, Dad, when you said <laughs> this or did that? You say, yeah. no, well, that, I changed my spanked mind. Spanked you on the side of the highway. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was revisionist history. <laughs> I don't know. He seems pretty damaged. <laughs> uh, okay. What, what happened was... No, no, no. You, you, pulled, you pulled over on the side of the highway. No, 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 no. slapped no. Ben right on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. No. And corporal punishment. It might be deserved, but it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I had the three kids. We're going down to Old Orchard Beach. Uh, Anna's working the weekend, and, and they've, been, uh, they've been a little bit difficult that morning and all that kind of stuff. And Penn, Ben just wouldn't let go. And, and we're going down the road, and, he's, and Ben, I'm going to tell you this, tell you that. And Ben wouldn't, let, wouldn't stop. Wouldn't. So we, I stopped on the side of the road. I really did. And we had a van, just like Brendan has. Um, and and uh, I is it full? Of, of, is it full of candy? <laughs> no, free candy. <laughs> I Wait, what are you up. saying? Yeah, I just was just asking. Yeah, uh, I you pulled them candy? out, and I raised my hand, and I almost, and, and I've never spanked the kids. I almost, almost, I went down with my hand, and when I got close to his butt, I sort of picked them up. Did not slap. And, and I came to my senses. But you know what? He put him, I put him back in, and that was the end of that little tantrum. So now, let's say we need to get Ben in here to hear his side of the story. Yeah, and, well. And then we need to decide. We need a jury of our peers, or his peers. <laughs> uh, we might have to relocate to the yeah. nursing home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a satellite podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, no, he said no, no, no. Yeah, uh, yeah I, um, I think uh, knowing all three of your children, I mean, at least two out of the three are pretty good. Ben, whew, awkward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. <laughs> no, no, all three of them are great. They're yeah, great. No, Ben's a very good yeah, guy. Yeah. All right, and then my last is the one piece of advice you would give to new dads, especially Jim. Because it's happening in like a month. Not even a month. I think Jess is feeling like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, she'd have him tomorrow. Her. Yeah. Her tomorrow. Her. Yeah. yeah. Advice, pay attention. Just pay attention. Because they will teach you more than you already know. Um, kids are terrific. And kids, kids are honest. And the older they get, well, the older... Um, in terms of being t before teenage uh, teenage years, they can teach you an awful lot, uh, and the, they they teach you how to love. I really, really do. They teach you how to love. 
Awesome. All right. Done with questions. So we talked about this on the way over. Yes. I think uh, this is a a story that uh, I wanted to talk about because I think it's interesting. And uh, so you've been shot before. <laughs> Those jealous husbands. I'm yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do you want to, I don't know, start at the beginning? or What would you like to know? Well, uh, how much of it do you remember? Because it was a, well, it was a long, okay, so there was a, there was a hunting accident. Right. You were out with a friend. You were wearing antlers. You shook a bush. He took you out. That's, no, that's pretty, pretty much, much, yeah. Minus the antlers. Uh, November 21st, 1968, about 3.20 in the afternoon. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> it's very specific. Very. Uh, very good. Uh, a good friend. We, we went to high school together, uh, played hockey together, um, were college roommates together. His parents and my parents were casual friends. His uncles and my uncles used to hunt and fish together. So he uh, invited me out to go hunting with him. Uh, and so we went not far from where we were living. And he took one trail and I took the, uh, another. And he said, well, meet back up in this general area where you're going to be. Uh, if I don't see you, I'll whistle. And you whistle back and we'll, we'll, um, we'll leave together. So we were out there, for, I don't know, for a period of time and didn't see anything. So he came back and I saw him. I could see him through the, uh, through the, the bushes. So I whistled and he whistled back. So I started to take a step and bang, uh, he uh, pulled the trigger. Um, he was using a 16-gauge uh, shotgun with double-odd buck. And got me in both feet on the right leg. Um, and he came crashing through and, and he, he said, what happened? Are you okay? And all that kind of stuff. And, and um, I, I was sort of okay. Um, and he says, well, I'll go, I'll go for help. And so he left. And um, so I, I, I stayed there for a little while. Um, and surprisingly, you know, there was, there was pain, but it wasn't very long. It was, you know, seconds, uh, really, uh, because something in the brain says, hey, pain sensors, you know, cut it out. Uh, this guy can't take this kind of pain. So I really didn't have any pain to speak of. Yeah, so you, you went into shock pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. so, so I, um, and, and I lost track of, of time, and I, he wasn't coming back, I thought. So maybe he can't find me anymore. So I, I, I didn't know that I had two broken feet and, and leg, uh, so I walked out the best I could and got to a fence and jumped a four-foot fence and, and um, oh sat God. on the other side. <laughs> and and now here's you know it's stupid stuff, but I'm I'm sitting there and I and I'm looking straight ahead and I know I know if I look to my right there's a deer looking at me <laughs> and and he's probably laughing at me, you know. And so I, you know, I'm waiting for my buddy to come and, and, and get me. And, but I, um, I lose track of what's going on. And I think I passed out. I don't think I passed out. I knew I passed out. Um, and all of a sudden, well, it wasn't all of a sudden. The next thing I remember was um, I was being pulled out 
of the woods by a pickup truck and got to uh, a, a road and an ambulance uh, put me, they put me in an ambulance and brought me to the, uh, to the hospital. Um, the, when I got to the hospital, they wanted to know who I was, who my parents were and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so I gave them the information and I, they, they said, well, we'll call your parents. I said, well, if you call this number and a woman answers, ask to speak to the man, please. <laughs> so they called and my mother answers and uh, the doctor says, Hi, I'm Dr. Uh, Joe Blow from this hospital, uh, and your son is here. He's been shot. <laughs> and I could visualize my, my mother passing out, and, and I, I tried to get I couldn't get up. <laughs> I couldn't get off the, uh, the gurney, whatever it is that I was <laughs> lying on. Yeah, and so that was to the, choke the doctor, or oh the, yes, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. think this wound is bad, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just wait. <laughs> uh, so it was, so, it was f- interesting. So how severe were the injuries? Um, there was a f- uh, two or three broken bones in the left foot. Uh, the right leg, the tibia, was broken. Both of those areas eventually healed. The right foot. Um, um, there's a place they had to do a, but they well, they call it a triple acrodesis, they a, a triple fusion. So they did that fusion, and um, it took a couple of years for me to become sort of uh, normal uh, for all practical purposes. Uh, and you know, they, I didn't, I couldn't run anymore, couldn't play hockey anymore, and all that kind of stuff. But moved on. It was uh, it was one of those things. Uh, oh, you couldn't like ever. You couldn't skate ever. Uh, well, I I. I I, I could skate. I'd get on the skates and I could skate because I coached hockey after. Uh, but I, um, I, couldn't, um, I couldn't play. I couldn't make turns. I couldn't do, yeah. you know, it, it, it effectively. Doing the stop and everything. Yeah, right, yeah, tough. right. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, but it, it was fun. Um, <laughs> I could, I mean, it was fun. It was interesting. Um, they it's were, fun getting shot. <laughs> Did was, you hear that? Was there an investigation? Yeah, that that sort of ticked me off because I I was in La La Land the the next day. I mean, um, well, all of the time. I could tell you about the operation. That's a funny story, but I I, I don't think I should repeat it. Um, the, the next day, but it's in the funny. day, well, yeah, 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 I'll tell you guys after. All right. The um, the uh, cop came into the uh, to the hospital room, and I was in La La Land. I could v- barely understand what was going on. But the gist of it was that he was trying to find out what went on, and and I was I told him what went on, like I've I've just told you folks, and but he he wanted to ta- to, to turn the story like it was not accidental, it was on purpose, that kind of thing, and and I I wasn't in my I didn't have my wits about me, so I I I, I guess I clammed up, I didn't give him what he wanted. Uh, and I don't know why he wanted that. Uh, purely, purely, purely uh, an, an accident. And I and I I told my buddy that not once, not not even close, that I have any animosity towards him ever, yeah. ever. That was going to be my last question: is if you could, what would you say to him if he was going to listen to the show? Hopefully he does. But if you, what would you say to him? Because I know I'm sure he's still. Because you, you guys have been hanging out lately. And, right. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if it's ever come up. Um, but 
I made a mistake. I made a mistake last year or the year before. We were at a, a hockey uh, game, a, a playoff game, uh, and, uh, and he was with, with his family. And he said, hey, you coming to the finals next week? I said, yes. Um, bottom line is next week, we, I went to the game, we sat together and all that kind of stuff. And here's where I made the mistake. He started uh, saying to me, I'm sorry for what I did to you. And I cut him short. I said, buddy, you don't need to go there. I, I, not once did I, did I think anything negative or badly about you. The mistake I made was not allowing him or not recognizing that he'd been carrying this uh, in his heart for for. For for fifteen. Well, I mean, maybe maybe what he just needed to hear was that you, that what you told him. Yeah. I mean, telling him that you forgive him, like it, you know, or that you know that he, that you know that he didn't do it, that he didn't do it on purpose. Uh, I well, see, you said for stealing a girl away from him or something. (laughs) Right. No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah. You. uh, Yeah. Yeah. See, the but you said it. There was nothing to forgive. And that, yeah. that's my heart of hearts. That was absolutely true. And still is today. Uh, and and we're, we're still friends today. And I'm, I'm happy about that. That's good. That's, that's good. I mean, that, that, uh, I mean, I don't know how common it is, common it is to survive a hunting accident like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so I think you're one of a few, but, uh, I mean, if nothing else, it's an interesting story. <laughs> you know what's interesting? What's that? I don't think I've told this story to more than a dozen people. Well, good news. There's like probably three more people that are going to hear it. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. we, we probably won't be much yeah. more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a lot of work to do beeping out his name because you kept saying it. Jesus. No, his name is not Jesus. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so how's retired life? Good. Yeah. Enjoy it a yeah. lot, a lot, except for this. And I'll enjoy it even more after this uh, last operation finally um, comes to normalcy because uh, I plan on, on doing a lot more. Yeah. A lot more. So for people that don't know, you had to redo the fusion. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or should we not say that? <laughs> Do you want me to delete that too? No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, what happens is eventually some of that stuff wears out, so All right. they, they have to they have to go back in and yeah, they put in like give a her cup, a fix. Yep. yep, put in a couple of plates and a bunch of screws, and and that's where I, I did that in January, and we're in June now, um, so things are progressing a, an inch at a time. I wish it were yard at a time, but so it goes. Yep. Did you have Did you have grand plans for when you finally retired of what you wanted to do? Grand plans? No, uh, I want to do more with uh, with my my kids and grandkids. I definitely wanted to do a lot more fishing. Uh, I fly fish, and I really, really enjoy that. Uh, and right now, it's it's sort of in limbo, uh, but I'll get there. Uh, I've I I was 
asked if I wanted to do, I was offered a couple of jobs doing the kind of work that I did in the past, and I decided, you know, did it for long enough. So not that. Uh, I haven't worked in, uh, in probably nine months, um, but I'll, I've got a part-time job that I go back to every year for a couple of months. Um, if something comes up, uh, I may. Um, I'm, I want to be able to enjoy retirement. Uh, not necessarily working into my retirement, but I'd want to do nothing. And that's a common thing that's said by most people that retire. Yeah. I think there's there's two different retirement people. That's the ones that just want to be lazy, do nothing. Mm. And then there's the people that have a plan. <laughs> the, you yeah. know, I mean, like, it seems like there's what, you know, there's like one or the other, you know, you talk to someone like, oh yeah, we've got this going on. We got, yeah, we got the grandkids and you got the other guy that goes, well, I sit in my recliner all day, yeah, watch some TV. <laughs> and mm. It's like, you must be bored. Yeah. I would be bored. Yeah. Well, Jerry Springer's on a lot. Oh, really? I'll keep you busy, yeah. Yeah. Or Maury. Yeah, or Maury. Find out who the Find daddy out is. who the dad is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who's the dad, Roland? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's the word on the street? Yeah. <laughs> You've had a lot of time yeah. to catch Nine up months. on Oprah, <laughs> Oprah and Maury. Yeah. Uh, watch, watch some of The View. I didn't. I didn't. I did none of those shows and oh. stuff like that. But, oh. but I. I, I Why are you between, on here? I don't think they get those channels in Maine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think for on. for about three months from January, February, the end of March, I probably read like fifty books. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. Yeah. Read it. You read fifty books. Because when I retire, I have plans of like traveling. Doing he was bedridden. Yeah. He had a oh, surgery. Yeah. <laughs> no, he said nine months. Oh, that, yeah, but he said it's so January. He, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah traveling, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not opposed to traveling, but for me, it's not a big deal to somebody goes to Montana to go fishing. Good for you, and I'd love to go, and I've right. been, but you know, it's it's not. I just as soon go down the road. I mm-hmm. just as soon go. I live in Maine, so I just as soon go uh, to different lakes and ponds in Maine. I'm, I'm happy. I'm good with that. Well, as always, stay off our land. Oh, you're not working anymore. <laughs> you know, you uh, can, finally you can come up to our camp now, yeah. that, now that you're not working. Rolly the tax man <laughs> yeah. doesn't show up here. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know peeps. Yeah. <laughs> but he'd leave a quarter of yeah. your shit house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> We have a lot of sheds on our property, and that's all they are is sheds. It's yeah. all the state needs to know. Yeah. <laughs> Outbuildings. Outbuildings, yeah. yeah. Now, you worked for the state of Maine. You didn't work for Lurk. No, no, no. Okay, so that's a private agency, or is that a still a state-run agency? Lurk? Yeah. Yeah, it's private. It's uh, it's no longer... It goes by a different name, but there's, oh, okay. there's sort of the... Uh, uh, the enforcement agency for the state. Make, okay. Make sure you don't, you know, poop and put it in the in the, uh, the pond and kill the fish and stuff like that. Oops. Do uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or or build something that's uh, that's too close to the water or uh, construction that's dangerous and stuff like that. Uh, people don't particularly like them. They, <laughs> they can be very tough. 
at times, and other times they're not. Yeah. And unfortunately, like every every agency, I mean, they don't have that many that many individuals working for them. If you get a good one, you love them. If you get a bad one, everybody hates them. Yeah. Yeah. And how many years did you work for the state of Maine? Forty-one years. Long enough. Uh, long, yeah, long enough. Yeah, long enough. Uh, but you know what? It was a great job. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I people were great, and and the people that that I worked with were great. Uh, people out in, in the in, in, in the cities and towns, I dealt with managers and assessors and some professional people, and they were fine and, and they were good. I enjoyed that. Uh, the smaller the town, the more fun it was. But I worked in the unorganized, and uh, where there's no local government, so it's assessed by the state, and they, the the tax bills are sent out by the state. I've met some terrific people, wonderful people. I've been met at the uh, at the door by uh, with a gun more than a couple of times. <laughs> um, For someone that's been shot, that's got to be a little hairy. <laughs> Well, to to get to Jim, I, I I get to this to this um, uh, this camp, and there's a, I know there's somebody inside, but it's dark inside, and the the guy is is coming closer to where I'm standing outside, and um, I he says, "What do you want?" I said, uh, "I'm from from the state." He said, "You from Lurk?" <laughs> I, I, I said no. I'm from property tax, and he got closer in the sunlight. He had a gun, yeah. uh, so the reputation back then wasn't wasn't very good at all. Yikes! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got shook down by the main mafia. Which one's that? Yeah, we Emmett. Were, yeah, what was, what was his name? I forget his name, but he came down to the. It was camp. like Emmett or um, what was it? <laughs> He claimed claimed to be a local, and he was like, you know, we I, I watch over a lot of camps up here, you know, and you know for a fee, you know, I could I could watch over your camp and let you know if anything's happening. And then he pointed to a specific tree and was like, it'd be a shame if that tree right there fell down on your camp. <laughs> oh, shakedown! So, yeah, a little shakedown. Yeah did did they did you tell them who you were? No, we didn't know. No, no. Didn't, know, know. Yeah. didn't show many. any I didn't weapons? say. I didn't say. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's funny. Yeah, that's it's the same place we go hunting and they're they're road hunting. Yeah, constantly. Yeah, oh, God, that was scary. One one guy driving the the, the truck yeah. and two guys yeah. in the back in the, in the back, back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With the Shoot, flood, shooting flood in, shooting into the woods yeah. they see what they can flush out on the other side on and, the other log and road and leaving beer cans yeah. in the uh, awake okay. yeah yeah uh, oh yeah what's the most beautiful place in Maine you've been I've been to so many so many I, I've been I, I've been to so many places where you can't get there from here. And, yeah. <laughs> and it's beautiful there. That's uh, just yeah, absolutely. You know the mountains, rivers, uh, uh, in the boonies, uh, up in Escort Station, where you can't. I mean, that's as far north in the state of Maine as you can get. And the international border between Canada and and the United States goes through some of the homes that are there. And at the time, uh, there was three or four families that lived there, and and they all spoke French. And um, I was I went up to one of the houses, and not far on the Canadian side was a, a, a lumberyard, and so I was uh, I'm talking to this lady, and this pickup truck comes through 
uh, the lines on down this dirt road. And I swear he was out the door before the, the, the truck stopped. And he's, he's coming at me. And, and, and the lady says to, it was his, her son, says, in French, she says, leave him alone. He's a good guy. He speaks French. You don't need to worry about him. Get back to work. Mm-hmm. So he got back in the truck and went to work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, this is the same place where um, there was one little store and there was nothing. There was one can of beans, one pack of cigarettes, and 50 tins of tobacco. And it was on the U.S. side. The Canadians used to come from Canada, go to the, this little store, buy as many tins of, of tobacco as they could possibly uh, get yeah. and all that kind of stuff and go back the other way and sell the, the tins for four or five times what they had cost them. There was somebody on the Canadian side with, with uh, binoculars and stuff like that. They got caught. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to pay that tax, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks for agreeing to sit down with us. You're welcome. I want to... And uh, I love you. My, my, uh, I don't know how to say it. My, my role model. Uh, <laughs> for those that don't know, I lost my father in October. And, uh, and Rolly's a perfect substitute for that. So thank you. You're very welcome. I appreciate welcome. it. I'm honored. All right. You got anything more? No, I'm good. All right. Thanks for listening. Later. Later. All right, so we went off air, and then Roland told us a story. Yes. Roly told us a story <laughs> about his surgery, and uh, so I all but begged him <laughs> to tell it on the air, and uh, he agreed. So, so uh, tell us what happened during during surgery. All right, during surgery, <laughs> I was um, I was on the operating table, and um, did the nurse uh, ever? Any one point ever say, oh, that's cute. Oh. <laughs> no? Look at that. I'm, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. <laughs> hey, but does it mean anything when they call you big guy? I, I don't <laughs> no. Know. No. no. <laughs> it didn't work no. for you either. Yeah. Nope. Now he's telling fiction. Yep. Uh, all right. So I'm on the, at the uh, operating table, <clears throat> and they've got both feet have been uh, shot in the, in the leg. And they put me on, in stirrups, and they had given me a spinal, uh, like they do for sometimes with childbirth and all that kind of stuff. So I couldn't feel my, my legs, actually, I couldn't feel anything below my, my navel. And uh, so I was lining on the table, and I wanted to see what was going on. There was some doctors play, uh, playing. They were um, working on one Preferring foot. surgery. <laughs> yeah, playing. <laughs> Building sandcastles with his yeah. foot. What? <laughs> and, there was, and one group was on the left foot, and the other group was on the right foot, and somebody was doing a little something with the, with the leg, <clears throat> with the tibia. So I wanted to see what was going on. So I'd, I'd sort of look up a little bit and, and see what was going on. And it, it didn't look real. It looked like they were, they were playing, or not playing, but were um, uh, moving somebody else's legs. Excuse me. <clears throat> so they, uh, <clears throat> excuse me again. <clears throat> <clears throat> so they, they're, they're doing what they need to do and they're cleaning it up and all that kind of stuff. And they're talking to each other. And I keep looking up to see what's going on. And um, while they're doing that, my, my hand is, goes to my thigh. 
and my thigh feels real warm to my hand. And I thought, but doesn't, that doesn't feel like my thigh. My thigh can't feel my hand, but my hand can feel my thigh. And, and you know, you're on, you're on drugs and stuff like that, so it sort of doesn't <laughs> make, uh, make sense. And so, again, I'm 19 years old, um, and every, every 19 years, year old uh, has, you know, body parts that they take uh, special pleasure in protecting. Pleasure. Uh, well, yeah. okay. And <laughs> so my hand goes up from my thigh, <clears throat> and, um, and the doctors are doing their thing, and, and, and I'm, I'm sort of still interested, but I'm, I'm sort of maybe on the wane a little bit. So my, my hand goes up my thigh, and I hold on to my junk, and I swear to God, I thought I was touching somebody else's junk. It's it, my my hand almost froze, uh, and I, but I but I didn't take it away, at least not initially, and stuff like that. Uh, and I and I said something. And well, that, that's a pretty big guy. Right? <laughs> hey, big guy. Hey, hey, big guy. So I had been talking with the with the doctors, and the doctors had been talking with me, uh, and they had told me to keep my head down. And at that point, I get, I don't know what it is that I said, but one of the doctors said, "Okay, put him out." And so that that was. The, well, you started playing with yourself. Uh, that was the, the end of the middle of surgery. <laughs> Uh, and they all lived happily ever after. Yeah. <laughs> and they had a story to tell. <laughs> and they had a story to tell. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> I can just imagine the panic that was going through your head. I can't. I, oh my god! Like I can't what feel it. Is this? <laughs> no, no, it didn't mean. Uh, Jim, when you reached over and touched your buddy's junk, how would it feel like? <laughs> Brendan? Oh, what? Those <laughs> <laughs> got increasingly yeah. awkward. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Uh, wonderful. Uh, well, <laughs> thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, very good. So, see, it wasn't all painful. It was sort of fun. Yeah. Comedy gold. All right. And we hope you enjoyed part two of our Father's Day podcast. I'd like to thank you once again for listening. And if you have any questions or follow-up regarding today's podcast, please feel free to reach out to us at brendan at dadsww.com or jim at dadsww.com. And we would be looking forward to reading your emails and your feedback on our podcast. Share and, with your friends. Yep, like, share with all your friends. And if you hate us, you can email us just as well at hatemail at dadsww.com. And we're hoping to get enough hate mail at some point so we can do a whole show on it. <laughs> get on it, haters. Yeah. Get on it.